0: We are back. Joining us now in the program is one of the uh, more perhaps flamboyant of the many uh, flamboyant personalities that have emerged in this uh, election campaign, Leonard Padilla, who um, is a, well, tell the audience yourself about your background.
1: Well, I've been a bounty hunter professionally for 28 years and I'm the president of the Lorenzo Petino Law School and have been for 20 years. I was one of the initial founders of it. It's an evening law school, probably the lowest tuition in the country. And uh, like I said, we've been in existence for 20 years, and we have graduations every May, and new students coming in September every year.
0: So you've uh, founded a law school. You uh, work in a skip tracing, and bo- better known as bounty hunting. Bounty hunting, now. Yeah, you. Uh, you actually. I guess your family also has a bail bonds company.
1: There's quite a few of uh, my uh, brothers and nephews and nieces and relatives in the uh, bail bond business. Yes.
0: So if anyone has seen uh, California law enforcement, it would be uh, you. Certainly, would have chance
1: to see it from all different sides. I've been from one end to the other, I can tell you that.
0: All right, and you've got some uh, rather uh, provocative opinions here about uh, the state of California. Well, let me ask first off, um, a lot of people are running for governor. It's attracted international attention. Um, we're not,
1: we're, we're down to 131 now. <laughs> <laughs> there was 135 to start before I've dropped out, so we're down to 131.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, but it's, uh, it's still quite a... Uh, quite an event that's attracting attention really all over the world. Um, did you decide to just uh, take this advantage of sort of the bully pulpit, the opportunity to sort of get your views uh, forward, or are you making a serious stab at the governorship? No,
1: I'm making a serious stab, and, uh, and I think it can be done in a manner where you don't have to spend 10 or $15 million on uh, television advertising. Okay. I, I do know that nowadays people think, uh, well, gee, he's got 10000000 million, he's got $15 million. I don't think it has to go that route. I think you can do it with small newspaper ads. I think you can do it by getting the word out through uh, interviews uh, with the media, much like uh, we're having right now. And I think if you get your uh, point of view out there, uh, enough people hear it, uh, they will in turn uh, call a half a dozen friends or so. So it's not a 10 to $15 million budget that you have to deal with, Uh, obviously, uh, when, when you take the polls and listen to them, uh, they make it sound like somebody's already got sewn up, but I don't think that's true.
0: Well, we're certainly in favor of uh, the alternate media and people's sort of a more democratic form of, um, of distribution of information, and certainly um, we're happy to, to help people such as yourself get the, get the message out there. You said that you would hope that they would cut prison expenses in the state by deporting uh, incarcerated illegal immigrants and downsizing out of control the, the out-of-control prison industry, which at this time is one of the major political contributors in the state.
1: One, one of the situations that uh, I've recognized through the years is the increase in people going to prison. And it costs uh, $20,000 to $40,000 a year to, to have somebody in prison. Uh, this is money could be better spent on students. Uh, you only spend seven or $8,000 per student, but you spend 40000 incarcerating somebody. And yeah. some of these individuals that come from uh, Mexico and South America are individuals that were just paid to uh, mule a, a load sure. of dope. Uh, they're not hardened criminals or anything like that. I'm not talking about your vicious, uh, uh, threatening types. I'm talking about individuals that were caught up in some scheme to make a few buck because of the poverty in South America and Mexico. I'm talking about making a deal with them. Look, you go back to your country of origin. If you come back up here and we catch you, you have to do the balance of your sentence plus add three years on it. Uh, I think we could get rid of 30, maybe 40,000 people that way on a one-time shot. Just get rid of them and save upwards of a billion dollars. And this is what we're looking for. This whole election isn't about personalities. It's about money. Sure. If the budget wasn't $38 billion overdrawn, and if we weren't looking at a $12 billion shortfall next year, we wouldn't even be talking about a recall. What happened is it was kept under wraps for so long that all of a sudden it jumped up, and it's a big number. It's a $1,000 for every man, woman, and child in the state of California. So it's just a big, big uh, number that we have to deal with.
0: You, you said in your, in your campaign materials you think it's time to decriminalize marijuana and stop wasting money on this, uh, this war on drugs. So. We
1: have a lot of people working, tearing up plants every year. We don't have to do that. What we have to do is decriminalize the use of marijuana and tax it. We have $4 billion crop. It's the number one crop in California, marijuana is.
0: That shocks most people to hear that. It's a $4
1: billion crop in California. We don't have to deal with it like that. We can simply legalize it, tax it, and support a lot of the state-funded institutions. Also, equal to that, if not more, is the billions of dollars that flow into Canada, South America, and Mexico. If we stop that by letting it be grown here in California, we've got a big marketable taxable situation. Don't let the money go to South America or Canada or Mexico. Keep it right here in California. You're not going to prevent people, no matter how hard you try from smoking marijuana or growing it. It's just not going to happen. You're wasting a ton of money and you have to redirect your resources. Uh, They tried it with prohibition. Marijuana is no more dangerous than alcoholic beverages it 's no more dangerous than smoking cigarettes i don 't smoke marijuana never have. I have no intentions of starting when it becomes legalized. It will eventually, but we 've got to do something like this overnight we can 't be dragging our feet on making the decision. It has to be done now you 're not going to get any of the major politicians to uh, make a statement of that nature because they 're all afraid to they don 't sure. know how people will react sure i I asked one of the representatives of uh, Huffington at Sac State the other day. What is your candidate's position on legalizing marijuana? She says, I don't know. If you come here, you should be prepared with (laughs) with a position on some of the issues, some of the major issues. We're talking about money. How do we come up with some money to pay for what California has promised the people?
0: Well, we're certainly with you on this one. It doesn't make a lot of sense the money we see being wasted on, um, on, on this drug war, but there's a, currently a sort of a conflict between state interests and that of the feds. Uh, well,
1: I think if it's a situation where the feds see that California has legalized marijuana and they're ready to go forward, Bush is not so dumb that he's going to sit there and say, well, you know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to allow it. I'm not going to tolerate it. He doesn't need a third front. He's got one in Afghanistan. He's got one in Iraq. He doesn't need one in California over an issue of this nature. I think he'll turn a blind eye and a deaf ear to the situation and redirect his resources. You just can't have people jumping out of a helicopter into people's backyards to dig up a few plants. It's ridiculous.
0: Well, fair enough. You, uh, you stated in your literature you don't, um, you don't feel the legislature should do anything to destroy Prop 13, and uh, that, I think, puts you at odds with an awful lot of politicians who are currently calling for uh, an end to the Prop 13 protections.
1: Politicians are basically in office for one thing, and that is to raise people's taxes. You, never, you ever hear of a politician, well, let me see, we're going to cut our wages because there's not enough money to go around. No, they're always looking for a way to raise taxes. It's like they've got a bottomless barrel from which they can just... Dig handfuls of the money. It's absolutely insane to allow them to continue to do that. To to do anything to Prop 13 would the only people, the people that it would hinder the most, are your senior citizens. They're the ones that have lived in a house for 30 years since Prop 13 came into effect. They're the ones that are going to feel the brunt of it. They're the ones that can least afford. They're on fixed incomes. My God, leave them alone. Legalize marijuana. Legalize the sale of marijuana. Get some more Indian casinos online. The Indian casinos can have. A much better deal with the state of California than they've got right now and California can have a much better revenue producing stream from the casinos if they'd only sit down and say look we're in this together let's allow these other tribes p- to put in more casinos every casino that goes in has seven to eight hundred to a thousand employees mm-hmm. I mean it, it's it's a win-win however you've got people that run around with a nose up in the air thinking well gee Marijuana, my God, if I vote for it, somebody's liable to think I'm smoking it. Hell, 90% of them probably smoked it in college or whenever, you know. So why are they sticking their nose up in the air? All they got to do is say, this is about money. Let's make some tough decisions and go forward. Let's not increase taxes where it's not required. If they put out everything that the state of California buys, pencils, paper, cars, to bid, competitive bidding, right there they save $5 to $8 billion to 8000000000 dollars
0: yeah, there was a, a ballot me- measure, I believe, a couple years ago that was defeated in effort to, to privatize a lot of the uh, construction of roads and highways.
1: Well, they've done it in Europe, and they're doing it in Mexico and other areas. I mean, we call Mexico a third-world country, and yet they're privatizing freeways to where you can go from Guanajuato to Mexico City or something. If you want to drive on that freeway, you pay a toll. Uh-huh. If you want to drive on the publicly-funded uh, freeways, you drive on them, and it don't cost you anything. After so many years, the privateers, the pe- the folks that own Those freeways, turn them over to Mexico, the state government, and they become theirs. In the meantime, they maintain them, they collect the money on them, they build them. We've got to look at things that are not simply hunkering down on the backs of the taxpayer. It's ridiculous the way these politicians can't think past the front of their nose.
0: You've uh, you've said, too, you believe it's time to legalize same-sex marriages in our state and allow individuals to adopt and raise children.
1: What business is it of me or anybody else's? If people of the same sex want to marry and if they want to adopt children, pray tell, what business is it of mine or any politician that the state capitol, including the governor? It's none of their business. So why should they prevent people from the same rights they have, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? If that makes somebody happy, my God, don't hinder it. And for God's sake, don't make it illegal.
0: One of the most unpopular things currently that it seems everyone is on the bandwagon is to roll back the DMV of fee increases. You, you certainly favor that well, one as well. Well, here
1: we have a situation where they look around and they say, okay, what can we do that people cannot do w- without? They say, well, let's tax their cars. That's all it is. It's a tax. Call it a fee. Call it anything you want. It's a tax because they want more money to spend. Why don't they just leave the fees where they're at, especially also on the tuition of guys going to school? If we start messing around with people... So if they can't afford to license their vehicle, it's going to get towed. It's going to get stored. And he can't afford to license it. He certainly can't afford to take it out of the tow yard. Now he can't take his kids to school. Now he can't go to work. You've got politicians over here that are professionals that haven't got a clue about the reality of life. They don't have a clue. They drive around in a state-funded vehicle, state-paid-for credit card, state-paid-for driver. And don't try to remind them where they came from because all they can remember is from election day forward. Now they're a pompous, individual with the ability to tax, tax, and more tax. And that's absolutely ridiculous. You've got to stop this and you've got to do it with the people that are willing to say, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Now, I'm telling you, you get involved with some of these people that are so, the so-called front runners, their handlers are the ones that are going to end up running the state. Sure. They're not going to be the ones that, that run the state. Schwarzenegger's not going to call the shots. It's going to be Wilson's people you might as well elect Pete Wilson as far as as far as my good friend Cruz Bustamante uh-huh. you're not electing Cruz you're electing a, a an activity of tax increasers that's all it is it's Cruz happens to be the individual that's out front but it's uh, increase the, uh, the the tax on commercial buildings well that's ridiculous i mean you you got mom and pop stores that you now they're gonna they got to pay more rent they got to raise the price of the product he wants uh, he wants the employers to pay for the health insurance of individuals. My God, individuals have to know that they have to have health insurance. There's got to be a better plan than the burden, the small businessman in California with more headaches and more problems. Already small businesses are leaving the state. They're leaving because they got, they got so many headaches, so much paperwork they have to do on behalf of the state that they just don't want to do it anymore. They're tired of it. And yeah. we can't do that. And Cruz, never having owned even a lemonade stand or a newspaper route, doesn't understand that.
0: Well, it's been most interesting talking with you. Regardless of what happens in the election, uh, we wish you well, and perhaps you can come on again. And I'm sure you have to tell some interesting tales about uh, the life of being a bounty hunter. Yes, I do. All right, sir. Well, Thank thank you you. very much. Thank you. Thank you for your time. All righty.